Hi, and welcome to Meditating the Word. I'm so glad you joined us. We're reading the entire Bible this year in chronological order. If you'd like to download a copy of the reading plan, just go to blueletterbible.com. You'll find a link in the notes. The translation I'm reading from is the World English Bible, but feel free to follow along in your favorite translation. And would you do me a huge favor and subscribe to this podcast? You can subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. That will help others find this podcast. This is Day 48. Today, we're reading Leviticus chapters 14 and 15. The Third Book of Moses, commonly called Leviticus, chapters 14 and 15. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall go out of the camp. The priest shall examine him. Behold, if the plague of leprosy is healed in the leper, then the priest shall command them to take for him, who is to be cleansed, two living clean birds, cedar wood, scarlet, and hyssop. The priest shall command them to kill one of the birds in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it, the cedar wood, the scarlet, and the hyssop, and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. He shall sprinkle on him who is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times, and shall pronounce him clean, and shall let the living bird Go into the open field. He who is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes and shave off all of his hair and bathe himself in water, and he shall be clean. After that, he shall come into the camp, but he shall dwell outside his tent seven days. It shall be on the seventh day that he shall shave all his hair off of his head and his beard and his eyebrows. He shall shave off all his hair, he shall wash his clothes, and he shall bathe his body in water. Then he shall be clean. On the eighth day, he shall take two male lambs without defect, one ewe lamb, a year old without defect, three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a meal offering, mixed with oil and one log of oil. The priest who cleanses him shall set the man who is to be cleansed and those things before the Lord at the door of the tent of meeting. The priest shall take one of the male lambs and offer him for a trespass offering with a log of oil and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. He shall kill the male lamb in the place where they kill the sin offering and the burnt offering in the place of the sanctuary. For as the sin offering is the priest's, so is the trespass offering. It is most holy. The priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. The priest shall take some of the log of oil, and pour it into the palm of his own left hand. The priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand, 
and shall sprinkle some of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. The priest shall put some of the rest of the oil that is in his hand on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, upon the blood of the trespass offering. The rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed, and the priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord. The priest shall offer the sin offering and make atonement for him who is to be cleansed because of his uncleanness. Afterward, he shall kill the burnt offering. Then the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the meal offering on the altar. The priest shall make atonement for him, and he shall be clean. If he is poor and can't afford so much, then he shall take one male lamb for a trespass offering to be waived, to make atonement for him, and one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil for a meal offering, and a log of oil, and two turtle doves or two young pigeons, such as he is able to afford, and the one shall be a sin offering, and the other a burnt offering. On the eighth day he shall bring them for his cleansing to the priest, to the door of the tent of meeting before the Lord. The priest shall take the lamb of the trespass offering and the log of oil, and the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. He shall kill the lamb of the trespass offering. The priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering and put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. The priest shall pour some of the oil into the palm of his own left hand, and the priest shall sprinkle with his right finger some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before the Lord. Then the priest shall put some of the oil that is in his hand on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot, on the place of the blood of the trespass offering. The rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed, to make atonement for him before the Lord. He shall offer one of the turtle doves, or of the young pigeons, whichever he is able to afford. Of the kind he is able to afford, the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering, with the meal offering. The priest shall make atonement for him who is to be cleansed before the Lord. This is the law for him in whom is the plague of leprosy, who is not able to afford the sacrifice for his cleansing. The Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, When you have come into the land of Canaan, which I gave you for a possession, and I put a spreading mildew in a house in the land of your possession, then he who owns the house shall come and tell the priest, saying, There seems to be some sort of plague in the house. The priest shall command that they empty the house before the priest goes in to examine the plague, that all that is in the house not be made unclean. Afterward, the priest shall go in to inspect the house. He shall examine the plague, and behold, if the plague is in the walls of the house with hollow streaks, greenish or reddish, and it appears to be deeper than the wall, 
Then the priest shall go out of the house to the door of the house and shut up the house seven days. The priest shall come again on the seventh day and look. If the plague is spread in the walls of the house, then the priest shall command that they take out the stones in which is the plague and cast them into an unclean place outside of the city. He shall cause the inside of the house to be scraped all over. They shall pour out the mortar that they scraped off outside of the city into an unclean place. They shall take other stones and put them in the place of those stones, and he shall take other mortar and shall plaster the house. If the plague comes again and breaks out in the house after he has taken out the stones, and after he has scraped the house, and after it was plastered, then the priest shall come in and look, and behold, if the plague is spread in the house, it is a destructive mildew in the house, it is unclean. He shall break down the house, its stones and its timber, and all the house's mortar. He shall carry them out of the city into an unclean place. Moreover, he who goes into the house while it is shut up shall be unclean until the evening. He who lies down in the house shall wash his clothes, and he who eats in the house shall wash his clothes. If the priest shall come in and examine it, and behold, the plague hasn't spread in the house after the house was plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean, because the plague is healed. To cleanse the house, he shall take two birds, cedar wood, scarlet, and hyssop. He shall kill one of the birds in an earthen vessel over running water. He shall take the cedar wood, the hyssop, the scarlet, and the living bird, and dip them in the blood of the slain bird, and in the running water, and sprinkle the house seven times. He shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird, and with the running water, with the living bird, with the cedar wood, with the hyssop, and with the scarlet. But he shall let the living bird go out of the city into the open field. So shall he make atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This is the law for any plague of leprosy, and for an itch, and for the destructive mildew of a garment, and for a house, and for a swelling, and for a scab, and for a bright spot, to teach when it is unclean, and when it is clean. This is the law of leprosy. The Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and tell them, When any man has a discharge from his body, because of his discharge he is unclean. This shall be his uncleanness in his discharge, whether his body runs with his discharge or his body has stopped from his discharge. It is his uncleanness. Every bed on which he who has the discharge lies shall be unclean, and everything he sits on shall be unclean. Whoever touches his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. He who sits on anything on which the man who has the discharge sat shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. He who touches the body of him who has the discharge shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. If he who has the discharge spits on him who is clean, then he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water 
and be unclean until the evening. Whatever saddle he who has the discharge rides on shall be unclean. Whoever touches anything that was under him shall be unclean until the evening. He who carries those things shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. Whomever he who has the discharge touches without having rinsed his hands in water, he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. The earthen vessel which he who has the discharge touches shall be broken, and every vessel of wood shall be rinsed in water. When he who has a discharge is cleansed of his discharge, then he shall count to himself seven days for his cleansing, and wash his clothes, and he shall bathe his flesh in running water, and shall be clean. On the eighth day he shall take two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, and come before the Lord to the door of the tent of meeting, and give them to the priest. The priest shall offer them, the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. The priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord for his discharge. If any man has an emission of semen, then he shall bathe all his flesh in water, and be unclean until the evening. Every garment and every skin which the semen is on shall be washed with water, and be unclean until the evening. If a man lives with a woman, and there is an emission of semen, they shall both bathe themselves in water, and be unclean until the evening. If a woman has a discharge, and her discharge in her flesh is blood, she shall be in her impurity seven days. Whoever touches her shall be unclean until the evening. Everything that she lies on in her impurity shall be unclean. Everything also that she sits on shall be unclean. Whoever touches her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. Whoever touches anything that she sits on shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. If it is on the bed or on anything she sits on, when he touches it, he shall be unclean until the evening. If any man lies with her and her monthly flow is on him, he shall be unclean seven days, and every bed he lies on shall be unclean. If a woman has a discharge of her blood many days, not in the time of her period, or if she has a discharge beyond the time of her period, all the days of the discharge of her uncleanness shall be as in the days of her period. She is unclean. Every bed she lies on, all the days of her discharge, shall be to her as the bed of her period. Everything she sits on shall be unclean, as in the uncleanness of her period. Whoever touches these things shall be unclean, and shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. But if she is cleansed of her discharge, then she shall count to herself seven days, and after that she shall be clean. On the eighth day she shall take two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, and bring them to the priest, to the door of the tent of meeting. The priest shall offer one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering, and the priest shall make atonement for her before the Lord for the uncleanness of her discharge. 
Thus you shall separate the children of Israel from their uncleanness, so they will not die in their uncleanness when they defile my tabernacle that is among them. This is the law of him who has a discharge, and of him who has an emission of semen, so that he is unclean by it, and of her who has her period, and of a man or woman who has a discharge, and of him who lies with her who is unclean. Father God, it's hard for us to relate to the ceremonial laws of clean and unclean, yet we know that nothing you commanded was without purpose. The bodily fluids have to do with life, and life is sacred. And while we're no longer bound to the laws of the Old Covenant, we are bound to recognize the sacredness of life. Let us never lose sight of the fact that every life is sacred to you, Father. Amen. I invite you to join our Facebook community and to share your thoughts about today's reading. I put a link in the notes. If you enjoy these episodes, it would mean a lot to me if you would rate and review this podcast. And thank you for joining me as we read the Bible in a year. I can't wait to see you tomorrow as we continue our journey. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.